Would you pray with me, please? Father, we pray that you would open our hearts to you and that you would open our hearts to one another, that our intentions be purified by your holy presence with us. Father, we hear your word. Inspire it in us in such a way that we do it. Thank you for the gift of our mothers. Thank you, Father, that you have so loved us. Not only you gave your son, but you gave mothers to each and every one of us. Teach us how to honor them and to love them. In the name of Jesus, Father. Amen. Amen. You may be seated, please. So, I want to begin by wishing a very happy Mother's Day to all of you uh, mothers in our congregation. But I also want to acknowledge with clarity that today also may be a day in which many people are hurting, which sometimes doesn't make sense at the emotional level, but it makes sense at the rational level. Not all of us have had good experiences with the issue of motherhood. Some of us hurt tremendously because our mothers are not with us, because either they have died and gone away, or they may have left us at some point. There are all kinds of experiences. There are mothers who have been saintly, and there are mothers who have been very, very difficult, and I understand that as well. And I understand that today can be a difficult day for many people, for many people, both men and women. In fact, I, I was expecting that our congregation was going to be reduced today by a number. And that's the part I don't fully understand at the heart level, perhaps, at the rational level I do. Because Sunday is not really about us and how we feel. Sunday is about God and how God feels. But I understand, I fully understand, and I'm not meaning to cast any bad thoughts on anyone. But I, I feel that, and I was sharing with my wife this week, that although I understand, what happens is a number of, a number of people, primarily women but others as well, announced to me all through the week that they weren't coming today. They just call me up and they say, Father Jose, we're not, we're not going to be in church today. It's just too hard of a day. And, and, and I understand. 
I, I fully understand some of them have actually lost a child uh, recently or in the last year or so, and for them it's probably very hard. And, and I understand all of that. But I personally believe that on Mother's Day, I come to church to thank God for all the people and all the women and all the men that God has placed in our lives. I come to be grateful to God for all the strong and mighty women of God that have shaped me. Not just my mother, but aunts and, and others, my wife. All the strong women of God. And all the strong and prayerful women of God that probably have been praying for me for years and years and years. And I'm not even aware that they were doing that. And I am conscious that a lot of prayers have been lifted for me all through my 30-some years of ministry by faithful, prayerful women. And I, I come to thank God, whether they were mothers or not, I just want to thank God for every, every one of you and everyone who serves God, male and female. But today, in particular, I wanted to, uh, to focus on God. And I, I understand that there may be some women who... Um, have not been able to conceive. I also know that there are some women who are single and are not mothers. And we acknowledge all of those things. And believe me, I walk with you. No matter what your condition, no matter what the situation, I walk with you and will always walk with you in whatever you face in your life. You're still a mother in one way or another. You're still a woman and a, a, a gift that God has given this world. And so I want to honor all of you. So I just want you to know that my heart is with each and every one of you. That I lift you up. That you are important. That you are meaningful in more ways than perhaps you sometimes even realize. And I just want to tell you that, to me, you are all extremely special. Now, all of us have mothers. Some of our mothers have gone to be with the Lord, but we have had mothers. Some of you are fortunate enough that your mothers may still be with you, and I want to say to you, don't waste a single moment of honoring your mother or honoring your father, but honoring your mother today and spend time with her as much as you can. Because the day will come, as it's my case, where I would just want to spend one more day with my mom. Just one more day to tell her all the things that possibly were left unsaid. Or perhaps things that I just want to repeat over and over again. I need her to understand how important she was in shaping me as a man. So I want to say to you that your mother is alive. That, that you take advantage of every day. And if not, 
I just want you to be grateful and thankful for, for your mother. But we all have mothers because I don't only had the mother that gave me birth. I only had a mother, I also had a mother who was a neighbor of ours. And when I was a baby and her house and our house was divided pretty much by a window, she would knock on the window and ask my mom, can we have the baby? And I just kept being passed over from house to house. And, and I not only grew up uh, calling my mother mom, but because I heard her children call her mom, I called her mom, and she was my mom. She was my mom and, uh, and continues to be my mom. Uh, she, she died uh, about four or five years ago at the age of 104. She lived a long life. Uh, she was actually Alex's follows grandmother. That's how Alex and I are connected. And Alex's mother was a mother to me. Though I never called her mom, I called her my aunt because she was my mom's daughter. And all of that family, and you've heard me possibly at times, and you met at one time my brother Ralph, who was here, I think, for some event related to me. And the reality is he's not my brother. But our hearts are so intertwined together because of these two families that they're my family too. And we talk about each other as our brothers. My brother Mike, my brother Ralph. But it's not just that. I also have other mothers. They're not my mother, but they're mothers. My wife is the mother of our home. My daughters are mothers. My daughter's mother-in-law is here. My my other daughter's mother-in-law and, and, and father-in-law are here. Uh, I'm surrounded by mothers, and so are you. You have many mothers in your life, even if they're not your natural mother. We are surrounded by, by mothers. And today, when I thank God, I only don't thank God for my natural mothers, but for all the mothers in my life. And then there's the spiritual mothers. Boy, how important those are. I'll never forget, no matter how old I get, my Sunday school teacher. I'll, I'll never forget her. And she fed me God's word even when I had no idea that it was God's word. My Sunday school teacher. I'll never forget her. We are surrounded by a number of people that are mothers in our lives. And by some who are not, but whom we love as true sisters in the Lord. So today, when I was thinking of uh, a sermon and recognizing of all the mothers in my life, from my daughters, my wife, my mother-in-law in, in Florida... Um, and all of the mothers in my life, I, I wanted to preach to you a sermon that wasn't, that wasn't um, just a nice sermon. 
I just didn't want to, to make it all sound nice and beautiful and great and, and, and all of that. I wanted to actually talk to you from my heart, more than from my head, about how to love our moms. I wanted it to be a practical, a practical sermon. And so I came up actually with 21 different things, and I probably could have kept on writing, but I came up with 25, 21 advices that I have for you as far as loving the mothers in our lives. How to love the mothers in our lives. So I'm going to take you through these different things that I came up with. First of all, I think that the first and most important way that you can love your mothers is by telling them that you love them. The first and foremost. Sometimes we get this idea that my mom knows how I feel. Yeah, she does. But there's nothing sweeter than hearing, I love you. I love you. To say it to your wife, to say it to your daughters, to say it to the mothers all around you. Say it. Say it. Don't just let them know by osmosis. Say it. And say it often. Tell them continually how important they are in your life and how much you love them. Say it and mean it when you say it. Mean it. Actually look into your heart and recognize that you would not be here except for these mothers. And just say, it's probably the most important thing you can do is say it over and over and over and over again. Mom, I love you so much. And mean it. Second thing that I want to, to say, and I thought, you know, we use that word love so often, and, and, and same thing goes with faith. We use it so often, but you really have to mean it. You have to walk into it. And the second thing I thought was, if you love your mother or the mothers in your family, could be an aunt that is important to you, show it. Show it with your affection. Show it not just by, by saying it, by showing it with your life. Give them a hug. Hold their hand and say, look at them in the eyes and just meaningfully say, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being part of my life. Express it. Express affection. And one of the most important things I would say to you is express it with your presence. Express it with your presence. Of course, every mother expects a gift today. 
In fact, uh, I put something on Facebook this morning, something that I read on Facebook. It's a note from a kid to the mother. And in the note, he says, Mother, I was the one that made this day possible for you, so I expect a gift. I'm in my room. I'm the one that made you a mother, so I expect the gift. A gift is important. But the reality is that I actually, I, uh, this past week, I was watching the news, and in the news, they had done a survey. I don't know how many mothers they had interviewed, but they had done a survey, and in the survey, the first two things were receiving a gift or receiving flowers. About 40% of mothers had indicated that they would want to receive a gift or receive uh, flowers. The rest of the 53% in the survey, all they wanted was time with their family. Presence. All they wanted is to have their family around them and to spend time with them as a family. They were not expecting diamonds. They were not wanting expensive perfumes. They were not expecting, you know, all sorts of things. They just wanted presence. And let me tell you this. The older our mothers get, the less those things matter. And the more that matter is your presence with her. They have all the blouses they want. They don't want any more diamonds. They don't want a lot of things. But the most meaningful thing to our mothers, especially as they get older, is that we be there with them. That we be there with them. The third thing or something that I, I wrote here was help around the house, whether you live there or not. Help around the house. If your mother is lucky enough that she still lives on her own and you are uh, living on your own and you know that your mother has a need in the house, fix it for her. Fix it. And if you're not a person that is handy, let's say you're not good with, with tools, hire somebody. But fix it. Show your love and your appreciation by taking care of her daily needs. If you can help her in any way, do whatever is at your disposal and help your mothers around you, your grandmother, your mother, your aunt that may be by herself and maybe doesn't have the ability to do things of her own. You know there is a need, take care of it. It's your responsibility. It's your act of love. The air goes out, find somebody to fix the air. Bring her home with you until the heat, the, the air is fixed. Do whatever you need, but show love by fixing things in her home. 
I then also said, be a good son or daughter. And then I said a couple more things that, well, I have 21 here, but this one is important to me. I said, if you love your mother, lead them to the Lord. Lead them to the Lord. Share your faith and you will have your mother for eternity. Don't waste a single moment to share Jesus with those mothers around you. Don't ever give up. Share Jesus. Share your faith and lead them to the Lord. And the reverse is equally important. Let her share her faith with you. Ask her about her faith. You know what? She's gone through more things than you have so far. She has faced more enemies. She's been on her knees more than you would ever recognize. She's been praying. She has faced monsters that have tried to come against the family from within and from without. And her faith has made her strong. And she can teach you about faith if you ask her. Just ask her, Mom, can you share with me a time in your life when Jesus was so present with you? Share with me the good, the bad, the ugly, the difficult, and the victorious. Share with me, strengthen my faith so that when I go through some of these things, I know that I'm not alone. Ask her to share with you her faith journey. The good times, the ugly times, the victories, the losses, the perseverance, the faithfulness. Not only share with her, let her share with you. She will be overjoyed to share Jesus with you. Be respectful to your parents. Be respectful to your parents. I was sharing at 8 o'clock service, even though I shared it at the very end. Somebody a, a long time ago gave me a set of CDs from Ravi Zacharias. And some of you know who Ravi Zacharias is, and uh, I'm certainly a, a great fan of his and read many of his books. And in one of the talks that he shared in the CD... He was talking about mothers and fathers and our relationship with God. And he is Indian, meaning that he was born in India. He grew up in India and then moved to Canada and so on. But he, one of the things he was saying is that we sometimes treat our parents lovingly but a bit disrespectful. Hey, pops, come over here, pops. Hey, mom. Sometimes we don't even call their mom. I know, I know kids that call their mothers by their first name. Hey, Mary, you know. And he's talking about these things, and he said, you know what? In India, whatever the word, he says, as I grew up, whatever the word for mother was or the word for father, let's say uh, that it is papa or mama, they say Papa G or Mama G. 
we would never dare call our father, hey, dad, or pops, or old man, or our mothers. It would be Mama G. And, and G, when you add G to a, 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 a word like that, it's like saying, Father, sir, or mother, mother, uh, madam. And he says, and that's how we treat our mothers and our fathers. We give them the highest honor that we can possibly give them, even as we speak to them. Papa G or Mama G or whatever the word is that is translated. And he says, I can't believe how sometimes I hear sons and daughters call out to their parents. And he said, and we do the same thing with God. Abba or God, would you do this for me? Or God or the man upstairs or he says, I would never dare. In speaking about the fatherhood of God, I would always say, God, G, sir, God, with the highest honor. If you have mothers in your family, treat them with the highest respect. With the highest respect. Speak well of them when they're not present. Speak well of them. You know what? None of our parents and none of our mothers are perfect, but then neither are we. Many of them have made many mistakes. You know what? Focus on the good and leave the bad aside. When you speak of your parents, lift them up. Don't tear them down. When you speak about the mothers in your family, lift them up. Speak with them accenting their beauty and their goodness and, and their good things they have done. Especially if you're speaking to someone else. Here's another one I liked. Ask for her advice even if you don't feel that you need it. Ask her for her advice. She still is hoping to have a part in your life. She still wants to bring some guidance, some, some, some wisdom into your life. Even if you think you are a big man or a big woman now, you don't need her to tell you what to do. It's not about that. It's about asking her for her advice about something. It makes her feel that she still matters. She's not a third wheel aside on the family. She still is the matriarch. She still matters. Her opinion matters. She is still important. Even if you don't think that you need her advice, ask for her advice. And thank her when she does something for you. Tell her how helpful her advice was to you. Just thank her. Thank you for sharing. Mom, wife, aunt, thank you for sharing your wisdom with me. Thank you. Here's one that I, I also love a, a great deal. Call her in the middle of the day just to say you're thinking of her. 
Just call her for no reason. One of the things I love every day of our, every day of my life, my wife calls me every day at noon, every day. And you know what? It doesn't matter what meeting I'm in. I'll excuse myself and pick up that phone so that I can say to my wife, hi, how are you? At noon every day, she calls me. I need to do the same. I need to say I was thinking of you and you're important enough to me to pick up the phone and just say how you're doing. Do that with the mothers in, in your life. Tell them they're important. Here's another one which I've already mentioned. Fix things in the house. Here's a, here's a good one, you guys. Wash her car. <laughs> surprise your mom. Surprise that mother in your life and just ask her for the keys and either take it to a car wash and bring it back to her full of gas or just take a hose and, and, and a few... Uh, some soap, etc., and, and, and burn some calories and show her how much you love her. Something as simple as, as that will say to her, you matter. I'm thinking of you and I want to do something good for you. Just wash her car. Take her to the gas station. Run it through the, uh, through the car wash so that she can go on Monday to work or whatever she's going to be doing with a clean car. Just, 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 this is how you show love to the mothers in your life. Try this one. Make her dinner. And if you're not a cook, take her out to eat. And not just on her birthday or Mother's Day. Just say, Mom... Would you want to go to dinner with me? Let's just go to a new restaurant. Let's go to your favorite restaurant. Or here, I picked up some food and I came to eat with you today. Just eat today with her. Your presence matters. We have a member of our church who never had any children. Her husband died a few years back. And I kind of took her under my wing and I started doing all of her finances and, and, and so on. And I'm not going to go into details, but she, ha she kind of has, I've kind of become her protector and, and so on. E eventually, we had to put her in a home and I'm still going and visiting her. But in visiting her, I also got to meet the other lady that is in the same room as she is. It's an older lady from Colombia. She does not speak English at all, but she's been in this home for about eight to ten years. And because she speaks Spanish, I would ask her if, if ever I took communion to one, I would ask her if she wanted to take communion. She always wants to take communion because she never gets visited by anybody. So in my conversation with her, she tells me, because I overheard her on the phone, and I said, oh, who was that? And she says, it's my son. I said, you have a son. 
She says, yes, my son lives in Colorado. I said, oh, wonderful. Do you have any other family here? She says, no, I'm all alone in California. And I, I thought, does your son come to see you often? She says, oh, no, I haven't seen him in many, many, many years. He just calls me. And I thought to myself, are there not convalescent homes in Colorado? If you cannot bring your home into your house for what, if you cannot bring your mother into your house for whatever reason, she's in a home here, put her in a home there and go visit her every day or every other day or once a week. She died. I was surprised when I got a phone call that she had died about three months ago. Just nobody expected it. She went to sleep and she died. And there was nobody with her. Her son wasn't there. Yeah, he got called and he got things moving from Colorado. I'm not even sure if he came down. I don't know. The greatest gift you can give mothers, all mothers, is your presence. It's your being with them. It's spending time with them. Talking with them. Loving them. Actively loving them. Here's another one. Give her quiet time. Give her some time for herself. Maybe... Maybe she, she just wants to spend time with the Lord in the patio. Just, just make it possible for it to happen. She wants a massage, give her a massage. She wants to go on a, on a ride and just give her whatever it is that, that she needs. Just bless her with quiet time. Bless her with time with the Lord. Make it possible. She wants to go on a retreat, but she doesn't have the funds because she's in Social Security. Make sure she goes to that retreat. And you pay for her to go on that retreat. And you take her to that retreat and you bring her back from that retreat. Let her have time with the Lord. Here's a good one that I've learned recently from two of the women in our church. Attend to her doctor appointments. And attend to her medical needs. Attend to her medical needs. Attend to her doctor's appointments. Ask her if you can take her to the appointment. Be with her. Take her to the doctor. Be her representative. Speak to the doctor. Don't let her deal with her medical issues by herself. Especially the older she gets. Know what's happening with your mom. Care. Care. That's what she wants more than anything in the world. Here's another one. Here's a good one. Write her a letter or a card. Write her a letter or a card and share the things you appreciate about her. 
You know why I love that one? Because you can tell her you love her and, 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 he, and she hears you, but the letter or the card, she'll pull it out a hundred times and read it and read it and read it again. And every time she reads it, her heart is encouraged. And every time she reads it, her heart knows that she's loved by her children. You can say it, but then it disappears in the air. Write it down. Mom, this is what I most remember about growing up about you. Here's the things that I remember about you. And how much I love that time that we did that. And I remember when I was sick and you told me stories. And I, I just remember the time you spent with me. And give her to her in writing. Because she'll probably put it in a book. And even though you're not there, your words still will minister to her. She'll just pull it out. And she'll read it over and over and over again. And every time she reads it, she knows she's loved. I love that one. Here's another one. Visit her. Visit her. There's so many, so many people that sometimes I see that, that are not being visited at all. And then the, the last one that has always been very meaningful to me, especially to me when I lost my mother, is that we need to honor our mothers whether they're alive or not. I honor her still every, by my behavior, by who I am, I still honor my mother. Because they'll always say, oh, Father Jose, oh, he's the son of, and I honor her by how people see me today. That the people that knew her can say, she did a good job. Her work, her faithfulness. Honor her by who you become. Honor her by how you behave. Honor her by the way you live your life. And lift all of these mothers around you up. I wanted this sermon to be more practical than I wanted it to be anything else. There's so much we can all do. Whether we have an actual mother or not, there's all kinds of mothers. And there are women in our lives that we just, they may not even be related to us, but that we can say thank you for who you are. I'm so blessed that you're in my life. I'm so blessed that you have been given to me as a gift. Whether you're my mother or not, whether you're a mother or not, I want to thank each and every one of you for the impact that you have all had and are having in my life. And I honor you today, all of you. And I thank you. Whether you've known me for years or whether you've just got to know me recently. You are special. You are a gift to this church, and you're a gift to me. And today I say happy day to all of you. Don't waste a moment to honor one another. 
and to honor the mothers in your life. Don't waste them. You won't get to do it again. Amen?